Welcome back to the channel. This is your boy RTL Faith. I did rename all that and went back to the RTL Faith kind of branding. We'll still have the objective anime analysis stuff, of course, and the podcast still exists. Check it out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. So today we're going to be talking about whether or not Goku Rakugai has potential and whether or not it will get the infamous axe. This is a very interesting series. It's made by Yuto Sano. He's kind of low-key. The only stuff he's made are like one-shots. So he's like an up-and-comer. He's a new guy on the block. And we're, we're going to see if this is going to be his hit. The moment it dropped, though, it, it dropped in a very interesting way. And I respect it. This is, this is probably how you should start dropping stuff so you can immediately gain interest. He dropped the manga... And it immediately dropped like five chapters, five or six chapters. So you immediately have a slew of content. Some people wait to see if they can carry with that first chapter that's like 90 pages long. But Goku Rakuga was like, nah, you're going to get that first chapter and then some. So I respect it. Let's just say I have a lot of hope for this series. I do think it has something special, potentially. So let's talk about Goku Rakugai. First things first to kind of discuss the two main characters, Miss Tao and Alma. Their designs are fire. That's how you really start capturing these people. A lot of people are so simplistic that if you got a good art design, they'll immediately like your series. So that is step one. That's what a lot of series need to kind of step their game up. Like you immediately have to have a fire design to encapsulate some people especially if your plot is kind of subpar just like some of these series that have been coming out recently i'm just saying i'm being honest goku raku guy art is fire he must have been working on this for a long time amazing art the designs for oma with the red hair with the he doesn't have sharp teeth but he you know shows that little thing when he's kind of being a little badass and i'll talk about some of his abilities too because that's pretty cool even his fit is pretty dope the, the whole red aesthetic fits very well. And then Miss Tao. Miss Tao. Miss Tao is going to create simps. What do a lot of these weaves that in the anime community love? Strong women. And Miss Tao is a badass. Uh, what's a good comp for Miss Tao? I mean, she's just like the typical uh, badass gun with swinging says few words type of gal i don't there's really not much to say miss tao's gonna head up in the rankings of most badass females in shonen right with mary leona yoruichi she has that type of badassery so far in six chapters her design is fire it's not even anything crazy she got that that braid oh look at she's, her fit is fire she's i know people don't like smoking but hey man if you're a smoker like look at spike spiegel you're, you're automatically got that extra badassery attached to you. And she also has some baggage. So there's a nice relationship between Miss Tao and Oma right off the bat in the first six chapters. I like their relationship. It's very obvious that, you know, Oma respects Miss Tao a lot. And Miss Tao is kind of like the caretaker slash like, uh, not bodyguard, but more so like keeping Alma in check and I'll, I'll talk about what that what i mean by that in a second 
So both of them are excellent. Both of their character designs are excellent right off the bat. And the other characters that get introduced later on have amazing designs too. Let me kind of point some out, of course. The design of Nay, the main... I won't call her the main female lead because that's Miss Tao. But the kind of rival character to Alma, her design is fire. She's also a swordsman. She got that K-pop type style, but she's kind of a badass, so I respect it. Who else has a nice design? Yaya has a really nice design in the sense that, you know, she's that she has that Chinese girl, very cute design look to her. Yoki is a wolf person, so obviously that's pretty dope. And I'll talk about that too, because there's like beast men in this series, and I don't know how that fits. So the lore that when they dive into that is gonna be excellent. And there's some other ones like Tatsu Tatsuomi. Tatsuomi. His design is really cool. He got the bangs in front of his head. He's kind of has like rings. He's kind of slick. He's kind of scummy, but he's kind of slick. So in this series, they have a lot of good character designs and a lot of good art. The art and, and the designs are fantastic. I, I'm, I'm gushing over it because you need to listen. You need to just see the art. Just the art by itself is amazing. That's not even speaking on the monsters called MAGA. And I'll touch upon that. So let's talk about the story a little bit more and why it encapsulates some people and why it will encapsulate some people. So it starts off with Miss Tao and Alma, and they run an organization and they are called Troubleshooters. So the story premise follows a lot, a lot of those uh, series where they are in like an organization that helps people, but on the backside they do a lot of like badass stuff, right? You know, for example, we got Odd Jobs from Gintama. Where they do odd jobs and then they do the serious jobs that kind of very badass. We got the get backers, old school, old style right there. They get back stuff, but a lot of like baggage once you learn who they are and all that stuff. You got Bungo Stray Dogs, that agency where there's a collection of people and they do a lot of extreme jobs. So it's one of those type of series where the two people that we're following, there's a little organization. We got Miss Tao and Alma, the two forefront characters. Nate. Nay's also part of the organization. She's also a person, a troubleshooter who solves, you know, situations. And other people you will meet eventually in the series, Dara, Yoki, the person I mentioned earlier, Tatsuomi. So a good number of people in the organization that you will meet, all very unique characters, all I would say fit very well in terms of their role, entertaining when they interact with one another. And that's what you got to have. You gotta have entertaining characters and entertaining character interactions. So there's the two forefront from the troubleshooters. On the on the one side, they help people, you know, do little odd jobs here and there. And on the back end, they destroy monsters called MAGA. Now, MAGA are kind of undead creatures made of uh, human corpses and beastmen corpses. And let me talk about beastmen. So apparently in this universe, not only are there humans and they're MAGA, like creatures that are eating people basically like ghouls but more grotesque um and then there's beastmen and beastmen just live in this universe there's really no explanation so far but it's intriguing there's part human part animal creatures just roaming just like other humans now there does seem like there's a little bit of a discrimination factor that might be in the underlying tone in the story because immediately we have one of the rich kids fathers tell him hey, don't talk to the Beastmen, they're disgusting and whatever. So there's a lot of, there might be potential racism with the Beastmen, so they'll dive into that, that'll be excellent. But yeah, these Magar are like corpses of both humans and Beastmen. 
So it makes things interesting. And we got our main guy, Alma, here, who's part MAGA. Now, the fact that they said MAGA is kind of funny because of, you know, Trump and MAGA Americans. I don't know. I find it funny. Is it ironic? Potentially. Alma, of course, um, not only does he have the cool design, a little badass. I'll talk about Miss Tao and Alma's characters a little bit more and some of the other characters, too. But his abilities are pretty interesting. He followed the Chainsaw Man aesthetic where he pulls something in the middle of his chest. I don't know if there's a precedent before Chainsaw Man did that, but he pulls something out of his chest and he unlocks his powers. Very similar to Denji, of course. And he's part MAGA. Now, we don't know how he's part MAGA because MAGA are just dead corpses. So we don't even know what that really means, right? So for some reason, he's part MAGA. And because he's part MAGA and how he joined this organization is still a mystery, but they use his blood to create weapons to kill the MAGA. And he himself can, like, activate his powers, badass sword, badass eye-looking thing, and he destroys MAGA with Miss Tao. Um, it seems like there's a condition behind it, though, to control his powers, and they'll eventually dive into that more when we get more into the story. So that's pretty cool. There's other humans, too, who have very special abilities as well. We don't know if they're part MAGA or if there's something else. Like, Nay is extremely powerful. She's a swordsman, and she can, like, dice up people up with uh, her swordsman abilities. So, cute girl, swordsman, very adorable, excellent character. And she's kind of a rival to Oma. She's around the same age as Oma as well. So, is this a love interest thing that eventually happened? Not really sure. Miss Tao uses a gun that's made from uh, Oma's blood as well. And she just shoots people and looking like a badass when she does it. You feel me? There's other people that eventually get introduced that also have very unique abilities. And there's other human looking MAGA potentially. So we need to kind of learn more of what these MAGA are. Because it's kind of like a ghoul thing like I mentioned earlier. And there's definitely going to be nuance behind it because almost part MAGA. And then he, so there's a lot of storytelling between these people with abilities, these part MAGA humans, and we're, we're curious to see how that kind of works out, how you turn into this. There's a lot of potential lore behind not only the Beastmen, but the MAGA, the humans with the abilities, the organization, the troubleshooters. There's a lot of potential in terms of the lore. And the story, the title, Goku Rakugai, is the location they're at. It's kind of like a lawless area where a lot of just crazy batches stuff happens, right? A lot of fire stuff. I've, I've mentioned a lot of amazing things. And obviously, when you really try to encapsulate people into your story, you have to have characters, main characters, that people really like. Alma is one of those characters where he's very positive, but he's not an idiot. Take the positivity of a character like... <coughs> Sorry about that. Ever since I got to Ohio, I caught something. They're killing me down here. The Alma has the positivity, like a person like Asta, but he has the kind of like realistic nature of like a person that takes down monsters, right? He like there's a scene. I'll give you this, and this is no, this is how you'd know I'm liking the series. There's a scene where this monster tries to use his intelligence. Now there seems to be different levels of manga with different levels of intelligence. And he tries to kind of trick Alma and being, like, sympathetic to him. And then Alma says, oh, and then just cuts his head off, right? So Alma is ready to get things done and destroy all the manga. That is their mission. Destroy these monsters that are eating humans, right? 
Miss Tao, she's the nonchalant, badass, says few words, gets very serious, gets down to business type of character that you will, everybody will love. These two fan favorites immediately. Dora, also a fan favorite. Her, she's very, she loves her people. She's very affectionate. Yoki, very funny, wolfed guy type person, does the expenses. Nay, the rival to Alma, very strong in her own right. She loves to be embraced and she loves to be, um, get like positive reinforcement and all that stuff. So she's an attention individual. She loves attention. And then Tatsuomi is the other mainish character. He's kind of like, and uh, loves money. He's kind of scummy, but he loves women. So he's going to be the Sanji-esque character where he kind of flirts with all the good-looking women in this series. All very unique individuals, all great characters. Now, if I have to give my final verdict on Go Goku Rakugai, honestly, I believe this series will be a banger. I do think this will survive the axe. Initially, they started off very well in dropping like six chapters all at once. So they were confident. The art is amazing. The characters are amazing. The, the first chapter immediately grabs you. The monsters, the Lord, I do think they're doing everything right. And it's not a typical like shonen stuff. It, it gets gritty. It gets gritty. And uh, I really hope that the villains, because it depends on the direction. It's not like a simplistic, oh, he's going to do all this. He wants to kill the MAGA. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be as simple as killing all the manga. There's definitely going to be a lot of nuance in the story, especially there's other characters we meet later on in like the five or six chapters where there's humans with abilities that also have interest in Alma. So we're going to get into a lot of nuance and, and, and morality, of course. So <coughs> I think this is going to be an excellent series. I think it's going to be surviving the axe. I do think it's going to be one of the bigger ones coming in the next few years. So I recommend checking it out and let me know what you think.